Hi, and welcome to the Money Tips No One Told You podcast, presented by First Pioneers Federal Credit Union. Here at First Pioneers, we're passionate about helping not only our members, but our community becomes financially successful. That success often starts with basic knowledge, things like knowing how different account types work to understanding terminology, or even tips that make your life easier. The more you know, the more success you will have as you handle your money and your finances. Let's get started. Hi, I'm your host, Heather, with First Pioneers Federal Credit Union, and I want to talk about good debt versus bad debt today. And how many of you just went, okay, they've lost it. There's no such thing as good debt. And if you're like me, you've been taught your whole life that debt was just bad. You sort of automatically equate it to something negative. But that's not entirely true. Some debt is actually a good thing. When you look at your credit history, it's actually a report of how well you handled debt. And that history is a factor in you getting approved to take out loans for things like cars and homes. But how many Americans are living with more bad debt than good debt? Mortgages far outweighs any other kind of debt for Americans. However, 75% of adults carry a credit card balance from month to month. And consumer debt grew by 6% in 2020. Then it continued to grow during the pandemic. And that was before inflation began. Some people take out debt or loans to build their credit. But I encourage you to know the difference in good and bad debt before you do this. This way you'll know how it can affect your finances. So how do you know if credit is good? Well, a general rule of thumb is that if it increases your net worth, is an income generating tool, or has future value, then it's good debt. If it doesn't, and you're buying something because you don't have the cash for it, then it's probably going to be bad debt. First, let's talk about examples of good debt. A student loan. Your education is absolutely an investment in your future. And taking out a student loan to pay for that is actually really common. Remember how we said that mortgages were the number one form of debt for Americans? Well, student loans are number two. The cost of going to school has recently, you know, been on the rise, but there are several reasons that a student loan are considered good debt. Some federal loans may be subsidized. Student loans generally have lower interest rates. The interest is tax deductible. And most come with a variety of repayment plans. These loans can turn into bad debt, however, if you don't make the payments. So make sure as soon as you're able that you begin to make those payments and make them on time. Also, we recommend that you don't take out a student loan so you can buy things like cars or pay for vacations. We've been hearing a lot about 
people taking out student loans basically as a form of income versus a job. And don't forget, it can take years to pay off a student loan. So it's not really the best option to pay for things like that. Not to mention, if you ever default on a loan, it would eventually do what's called fall off your credit report. But a student loan never does. Never. It's with you until you pay it off. So make sure you're taking out the loan for the right reasons. With that being said, while it is true that graduates of universities, colleges, or even technical schools will more than likely qualify for higher paying jobs, I would ask you to consider some things before taking out that student loan. Do you know the rate of return on your investment compared to the cost of the university? Let me explain that. Let's say you're choosing a private university with a cost of $40,000 a year. That would equal $160,000 for a four-year degree for tuition alone. But let's say your chosen field of study will yield a job that averages 45000 a year in salary. That's not really a great return. And you'll be paying that loan for a long time to get it paid off. Now, if your field of study is engineering or something like that, with a medium salary of, let's say, 90000 a year, then that debt may be a little more reasonable. Otherwise, maybe consider a different university or look for other ways to pay tuition before taking out that loan. The second example of good debt is a small business expense loan. Talk about investing in your future. Starting your own business is a great investment in your future, especially if your business grows and becomes successful. Starting a business may come with many costs and sometimes you have to get creative to pay for it all and that may include a loan. Here are a few things that you may need to consider to get your business open. You need to get an inventory of your products, um, any equipment that you need, furniture, supplies, and technology that you need to get an office set up, not to mention rent on the office space. There will be taxes. Um, there will also be any certifications or accreditations that you may need to run the business. And those may have fees that go with them. There's hiring staff. And then there's getting your marketing going so that you can grow your business. And that's just to name a few. Business can be tricky. And the reality is one third actually fail in their first two years. Hence, a business loan can be a big risk to a lender. So be prepared to go in with a good plan when you go in to apply for the loan. But also remember, like I said, get creative. Consider looking for personal investors or something along those lines before you take a loan out. Also know this, not all financial institutions offer business loans. So really weigh out your options carefully as you go into this one. Our third example of good credit is mortgage loans and real estate investments. A home mortgage is always good debt. 
Generally, a home will retain its value over time or even increase in value. And you can make money with real estate. You could buy a home, live there for a time, and then sell it for a profit. You could also rent the home for income. There are even tax benefits for homeowners. So this is a great thing to consider. Commercial real estate can be a great source of income as well, but that's a little trickier and kind of a different conversation. So maybe build up to that. Now, just like your student loan, don't let your mortgage turn into bad debt by getting behind on the payment. Also, make sure you're taking care of the property because you don't want it to depreciate in value. Now let's get into bad debt, which is probably a little easier to recognize. These are debts that take away from your net worth. Often they lose value immediately or at the very least over time and they don't contribute to your income in any way. You may have already guessed that they often come with high interest rates, which of course cost you more. Another unfortunate thing is we're talking about things that we use in our daily lives like clothes and cars and electronics. I mean, the truth is some bad debt is truly unavoidable. But if you know how to recognize it, then you can decide if it's worth it or best case scenario, limit your loss. I'm sure you all know the number one credit card debt. It's the most common type of bad debt. Now hear me, having a credit card is not necessarily a bad thing. They can be a great way to build credit. And if you're disciplined in your usage of the card, they're a great tool. Unfortunately, that's not how many people handle theirs. Many cards come with a high interest rate and spending on a card can get out of hand really, really quickly. So if you have a credit card, use it carefully and not for purchases that you can't afford. The second form of bad debt we want to talk about today is auto loans. Even though buying a car is often necessary and it may seem worthwhile, an auto loan is actually considered bad debt. The main reason? The value of a car depreciates over time. In fact, the value drops 20% almost immediately when you leave the car lot. Maybe you're asking, well, what causes a car to depreciate in value? Several things. The mileage, the number of owners it's had, the service history, fuel economy, length of warranty, and generally just changes in the condition of the car. Now, this is bad debt unless, of course, you're buying a car that's considered a collectible. In that case, that would be considered more an investment. One other thing, with the depreciation of the car, any interest that you've paid over the term of the loan is actually eaten up. You can help yourself with this by making a large down payment if you can, because that not only helps how much you have to finance on the loan, it could also help you get a lower interest rate on your loan. Third on our list of bad debt is personal loans. For a personal loan, it really depends on what you're using it for. 
if it's considered good or bad debt. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. But like credit cards, personal loans can push you deep into debt quickly if you aren't careful. The interest rate on a personal loan can vary widely. They can be as low as 5% or as high as 36%. Now this is an installment loan, which means it's paid monthly. And the term will probably be anywhere from 2 to 5 years. But what you use the loan for is where you determine if it's good or bad debt. People use personal loans for a variety of reasons like consolidating debt, making investments, purchasing big ticket items, travel, or emergencies. And look, sometimes things can feel like an emergency and a loan like this can feel like the only option that you have. And that's understandable, but it's best not to make a loan like this a habit and that's more on the end of bad debt. Using a personal loan instead of a business loan, maybe you couldn't qualify for a business loan, that's actually considered good debt. Remember what we said before, that's considered an investment in your future income if it's for a business, so that would be good debt. Another example of good debt is if the loan is for debt consolidation. Because that allows you to create a more manageable monthly payment and the result is a payoff of your other debts. We've said it before, less debt is always better. If you can use a personal loan as an option to pay off debt and then use discipline moving forward so that you don't accumulate that debt again, then that's truly a good move. Last on our list of bad debt is payday loans. And y'all, these are worse than credit card debt. Generally, they're used in a time of crisis and they're short-term unsecured loans that can have extremely high interest rates. I've seen some go as high as 400%. And of course, there's service fees and late fees because they want to encourage the borrower to pay the loan back quickly. But of course, if you miss your due date, you can create even more debt. And we actually see this all the time. People take these loans out, then they take out another one because they're behind on the first one. And before you know it, you're just in this cycle of debt. So we really recommend that if you find yourself in a crisis, this type of loan really should be your absolute last resort please consider your other options first with all that said we don't want you to get discouraged as we said before good debt can have a positive impact on your finances and your credit report and bad debt can be dealt with there are a lot of options out there to get you out from under that bad debt and get you into a better financial situation in fact, we talked about that in an earlier episode on credit. So maybe go check that one out. No matter what your situation is, there's always answers. There's always solutions. And at First Pioneers, we're always here to help you create a plan and get you moving in a better direction. 
Hi, and welcome to our employee spotlight segment of our podcast. Here at First Pioneers, we're a big family and we want you guys to get to know ours. And today we have with us Angie. Hi, Angie. Hi. Why don't you start by introducing yourself to our listeners? Hi, I'm Angie Abair. I've been with First Pioneers as the accountant for about eight years now. Um, really enjoy my job. Awesome. And we enjoy having you here. So let's start with your questions. What are your hobbies? I enjoy working out, uh, eating healthy, working out. Um, I enjoy working out at kickboxing. It actually relieves a lot of stress and in turn helps with anxiety. And um, that's about it. That sounds like fun though. I, I think I want to try kickboxing. <laughs> a lot of stress relief. I believe it. I believe it. Okay. And next, what are you binge watching? I am actually binge watching a show that um, it's called One Tree Hill. It's on Hulu, but I have actually binge watched this series for the fifth time. It is one of my most favorite shows ever, and I could watch it over and over and over again. Oh, wow. I have never seen One Tree Hill, and I hear great things about it. Yes. Well, I may have to check that one out then. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. We really appreciate it. And to all of our listeners, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today. And we hope this episode helped you feel more confident in your financial journey. If you need further information or would like to check out the blog version of this podcast, you can do that on our website, firstpioneers.com. You can also find a video version on our YouTube channel at First Pioneers FCU. We'll make sure those links are in the show notes. As always, we're here to help in any way that we can. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.